Yo, this is Tyrus, and you're watching the Metal Hands of God. Enough said. And welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and sitting beside me are these two lovely gentlemen who make bad choices in their lives. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm just going to be Adam today. You're just going to be Adam today? No, Adam. I'm Kyle. Nah, nice to see you. And we have a very special guest today. Mr. Tyrus. Should we call you Tyrus or Tyrus Smash? Tyrus is good, man. <laughs> uh, you're uh, well, you're a pretty interesting guy. You're an actor. You're a wrestler, and you're uh, a regular on the Greg Gutfeld show. Yes. Yep. Smash your... Jack of all trades, master of none. Smash, <laughs> smash is your real last name? It is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Third generation smash. Wow, you're like a Hulk. You're like, yeah. you're like a, a live version Hulk. I love it. I love it. I can bring your like I stole it. That's, yeah. that's as, as big a dude as you are, I feel like if your last name really was Smash, it'd be really hard for you to get a date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, with the way things are going right now, maybe not. All right, all right. Got to love that beard. Got to oh. love that beard. So where where should we be? I mean, because that's that's pretty uh pretty. Well, I guess we should begin where technically Wayne. Yeah, y- y'all didn't meet. We but, didn't really meet because you were a little you were a little too busy doing yeah you were real a, stuff in you, this movie. You were an actual actor. <laughs> in the movie Supercon that Zach Knutson and Dana Snyder yeah. uh, wrote and directed. Yeah, I, I was I was just the guy sitting there as you uh, picked up people and walked around with them. Yeah, I was a lot of fun. I messed my tailbone up in that movie. Did you oh, really? really? The stunt we did where they shot me over the shark. Yeah. We did it a million times, and um, then – Something happened. They overcalibrated and they shot me over the shark. Landed on the concrete. I took a million bumps in my career. Ooh. It was the first time I ever landed on my tailbone. It was not fun, Ooh. but you know, sucked it up and got through it. But it was uh, kind of touch and go there for a little bit. That sent me back with my my powerlifting goals, just because I wasn't able to lift heavy for a few weeks while I was trying to heal. But right, right, right you know, right. but I got through it. What are your powerlifting goals? Um, not PR like. Um, I belong to the um, One Ton Club at Hard Knock South, and um, you know it's uh, f- uh, five lifts that put you over a ton. So I'm trying to re uh, PR up on my uh, squats. My bench kind of stays the same, um, and uh, my deadlifting was really going well. So um, it was a little bit of a setback, but it's, it's all good. That's pretty incredible. Man, how man. do you do anything with all these jobs? Well, the good <laughs> thing about all these jobs is they don't run at the same time. So, um, that's, that's good. you know, the, the th- reason, the difference between being in the WWE, which was 
a great time, but WWE and that's it because the schedule is so demanding. And I was even able to do a couple of projects, but you're just basically giving up your free time, um, which is not much, to do those projects. Whereas in TNA, you basically film once a month. Or in some Uh. cases, once every two months, depending on uh, how many shows they want to film. Wow, okay. So, which leaves a lot of downtime. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of opportunities if you're trying to get your hustle on. Now, when... My time with the WWE ended. I was I had made some goals prior to being uh, moving on that I wanted to try to get do more movies. Um, I wanted to take the comedy thing a little further, and I wanted to continue to wrestle. So, um, so when it when it went down, I had already had a plan in my head what I was planning on doing. So, you know, it is one thing to say, "Oh, when it happens, I'm going to do this," and it's another thing to say, "Oh, it happened, but I'm ready to do this." You know, because there's that you go through that period where you're like, "What am I going to do? This is all I've known, pretty much, you know, for the last five years." So, right. Um, but you know, so far, so good. Yeah. I, look, man, uh, you ever you ever do any? You were speaking of comedy. You ever do any like actual stand up stuff? Or yeah, I do stand up. I've done stand up a couple times in the House of Blues in New Orleans. Um, we got an open mic night Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we ho- we host open mics, man, if you want to. Mm. Yeah, I just go in and complain and, and uh, pick on my girlfriend. So, <sighs> well, um, yeah, dude, if you ever want to sling by, let us know. Because we, we, we have we have an uh, open mic uh, twice a month that we host. Oh, yeah. Where are you guys at? In Metairie, right? Right down the You're street. You're in Metairie? From... Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah, I'm in right Metairie. Right Babylon. I didn't. I didn't actually. You you, you living here now in in the New Orleans? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, we're, oh, okay. We're building a mansion. No a shit. Mansion? That's fucking awesome. What wait, the wait. fuck is a mansion? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I thought everybody knew, but me, I was like, Are wait, you what? Serious? I don't a know. Mansion? Is, is that yeah. like a chameleon like a mansion? mansion? But it's bigger. It's like if what? you walked in a room with a bunch of mansions, they'd be like, oh shit, it's a mansion, and they would. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a fucking fused mansion. That's Man, beautiful. You, are you sure you want to build that in Louisiana? Like that. <laughs> That shit well, could that shit could go underground. Ground, so yeah, it's, it's cool. Tr- you know, you gotta oh, build right. up. Oh. Twelve feet off the ground. That's amazing. Yeah. A mansion twelve feet <laughs> off the ground. Is this gonna be the first one ever? You could see it from the satellite. Would this be? The, would That's this be? The, are the you? Goal, the goal is just to never have to leave the house. For That's anything. that is amazing. Oh, I'll even man. import friends. That's, That's yeah. That's all you gotta do, That's man. That's fine. I fit in the box. You can import me. I, I, you know, <laughs> give me a couple holes and some snacks, and I'll I'll be your good buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um. None of the hoes because you know I'm a righteous person with a oh no a, holes who owns pistols and <laughs> um, so wouldn't that really wouldn't go too well? But I mean, you could always leave to do that. Right, right, right. He he said. I don't know how I don't know how that would work for you in oh. Mandeville, but uh, <laughs> maybe New Orleans can help you out. But not, Mandeville, everyone not holes. No, nah, it's just me. Yeah, I can only Republicans. Just just holes. Freaking out over Trump right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, yeah, man. Like, like, like we said, dude. Like, seriously, uh, Kyle's one of the uh, one of the stand-ups for around New Orleans. He's been doing it for how long, Kyle? Like, three About three and a half years. Now. Yeah. So. Man, if, yeah, you, man, if you really, um, like I said, I was doing the the House of Blues had open mic night, and then they, they, yeah, they moved uh, it to uh, another spot, which was like um, Jacks or something like that. Jacks Brewery, um, yeah, over by like uh, Saxes and stuff. Yeah, right. and schedule it was a Tuesday nights. Yeah, scheduling has been a little tough for me lately, just because I've been so busy with uh, Fox News, and Fox News basically is is stand up. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've seen, we've seen it's your been clips. a rough month trying to make some jokes about some really tough stuff, like. Sometimes I look at the rundown. I'm like, how the hell is someone gonna laugh about this? You know, like, right? And this week it's not getting any better. You know, 
Trump, you know, dropped that bomb on the video. And then now as I'm sitting here mm-hmm. watching uh, TV, all, there's women coming forward, you know, so it's yeah. right. It's, it's a really it's got bad a, time. It's got to really put you in a tough spot to try to make jokes out of this this shit, you know? Well, I mean, I mean the thing, is, the thing is, though, he's the jokes on him, you know, like you wouldn't bag on the women. Like, I mean, unless you're an idiot, but like. Per, me personally, like when I heard the the stuff on the bus, I was like, "That's two dudes who don't get late." Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Talks like that. That's two dudes. Like Bush was trying to be cool. <laughs> like he was like, "Yeah, man." <laughs> and then when he saw the, oh, look at her! Like really, you never seen a woman before? Like, <laughs> um, like come on, bro. Like that was like. And then I think Donald was just saying stuff to impress him. That's what. That's you know what all saying? it like, was. I, I think this. too. That's all he does all the time. Anyway, you know. But then when the girl showed up, both of them were like, "Hi." How are you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right. yeah. There were those you two know? little nerd kids there, that were hiding no, in the background. There was no you know, G when they stepped off the bus. Like as soon as they <laughs> stepped off the bus, they couldn't even get the door open. That's how cool they were. And, <laughs> well, like, um, when they saw the woman, they had nothing to say. Like, oh, you know, who would you date? Oh, that'd be tough. You know? My bad. <laughs> like, that's it, hello, guys. That's hello, the, sir. That's the game. Yeah. Well, when you're on Gutfeld, since you're a, a contributor rather than like the you know the host. Does, does any of the uh, like internal politics at Fox affect you? Do they ever tell you? Because I know you know what Fox News has been, you know, and, it, and they they get a bad rap, you know, because obviously they're very conservative and they're very Republican, but they allow you to be you, you know. And the That's thing cool. about Greg, which has been so great, is like I said, Greg, uh, I hit him up on Twitter one time. I watched the show, The Red Eyes, so I liked it, and then he invited me on the show just as like a one time guest, giving a wrestler a chance. And literally after the first show, he's like, "You can be my co-host." And wow. I was like, "Yeah." And then it was like, "Hey, can you come two two times a month?" And then, um, then he was like, "Hey, can you come every week?" So, <laughs> you know, and so I've been doing that. And then now we're doing, you know, thing. I did uh, the man on the street stuff. Now I'm doing a little more sketch stuff, and I just did uh, Comic Con. Yeah, we oh, watched that, that, dude. That was stuff. hysterical, by the way. Oh, uh, the uncut, the stuff I want, like uh, the labyrinth thing. The labyrinth thing got serious. First of all, uh, <laughs> homegirl was D- David Bowie, but next to her was. Her buddy was dressed like the girl. Oh, and, no shit. Uh, I was like, yo, you're like the worst babysitter of all time. Like, you try to sell your baby brother <laughs> to gobble. Like, how do you sit here and just sit here and smiling at me? And she was like, um, well, because my stepmom, like, all she want to do is go out to dinner once. <laughs> like, interrupt you playing with your dolls. You're 17 years old playing with dolls. Like, what kind of person are you? You know, you, and, you, you, um, know you put it that way. You know, really, if you look at that movie, it's true. The lady just yeah. wanted to go out to dinner one time, and she's like, I'm going to sell this kid. <laughs> literally was like goblins come taken like I gotta anything, be. the goblins were right taken away from that person you yeah know, really not good you know and then and then another thing that made me mad is like she was trying to be cool because she had a little caterpillar like I said I've seen Labyrinth way too many times but <laughs> Love she it. had a little caterpillar on her shoulder I'm like wait a minute that's the dude that sent you the wrong way why are you rocking him like did you even watch the movie when you put this costume on and she was like huh I'm like, oh. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. When I saw That's that like clip. like Darth Vader with an Obi-Wan Kenobi sticker on his chest, man. It don't make any sense. When I saw that clip, I thought that was Tina Turner and Beyond Thunderdome for a second. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's the same uh, wig. When I saw them, I just popped. Because, you know, Comic-Con, everybody's whatever. It's like there was literally 7,000 people dressed like the Joker. Right. And, um, you know, what's her name? And I'm just over it because the way the movie uh, Suicide Squad did such a bad job of portraying that character. Like she's she wasn't a sex symbol, right? Like, that's not who she was. And I was like, man, I'm not even. I wouldn't even interview any of them. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm cool. You right. Beat to death. Like DC just doesn't get it. They don't know how to make movies. 
Um, they, they ruined great opportunities with too much stuff instead of breaking down. You know, Marvel's formula is phenomenal. Like, they tell stories, they get characters over that wouldn't get over, and DC just dumps a bunch of stuff on a film and tries to shove it down your throat. So was not feeling was not feeling the DC uh, characters at all. Yeah, I still I, I still haven't seen that Suicide Squad movie, and I'm still not. Uh, it's, I don't it's, think it's, it. it's really it's that bad, huh? It's that bad, and you would think with Will Smith. Well, I mean, you know, Will Smith does Will, Will Smith, kinda, dude. You know, like to keep it real, it was Will kind of like phoned it in. Him. I think. Dude, it, I mean, it's it, Will Smith does Will Smith. I mean, he's the same to me. He's the same dude in every, almost every character in every movie. Well, he had made like, an action hit, movie. You he know? had made a hit movie in a good like five to ten years. Well, he did. Um, what was the one he did with Homegirl that I, I thought was great? Oh, uh, um, on game. Yeah, with the race car uh, stuff. Uh, I know what you're talking stuff? about. It was it was Margot Robbie and Focus him. Focus or whatever. Focus. Yeah, was yeah. A, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't seen yeah. that. That was a really that good movie. Was good. Well, I'm not saying he hadn't done anything good. Pickpockets and shit. I was just like. You know, it was like, hurry up, let's make a movie about concussions, you know, so. Yeah. Um, Is that I wasn't feeling make? that. But, yeah, it's been kind of a minute for him, you know. You know, but, you know what I'm saying? Look, the last, the last good thing he did was, you know, Fresh Prince. <laughs> ah, get the fuck out of here. Terrible. He done did some things. Like, he's, no, I know. I'm just, movies. I, I like his hustle, you know, and he was one of the few guys that was able to do, be a double threat. His son doing And, you know, he didn't have to go that the whole way with it. Like, trying you know least. what I'm saying? He could cut a rap song and he didn't, he, like, he didn't have to drop the F-bomb at all. Right. Which was cool. You know, there's certain things that, that works. Like, if I, if you're out in a club and you're trying to talk to a girl and you don't have to, you know, NWA is not, she's not feeling that. But you could bump some Will Smith and still be and still be cool. So, ah. he had his niche. He filled it well. And, like, movies where he played, Back like, in. the funny, reluctant hero were decent. But... Maybe you could be the antagonist in Hancock too. <laughs> oh man, I loved Hancock. So did I. I loved it. Like I loved it. I even have the unedited version, which is one of the best scenes ever. Really, I haven't like, seen the unedited oh, version man, of the movie. Unedited version. Man, he pulled he pulled homegirl at the bar when he was sitting there, and he was like, told the old lady, I think he said like, "Bitch, look at me again." Right. And he ended up pulling the. Some girl came up to him and said, "You saved my friend, or whatever. You take me flying, and no." And then it ended up in his trailer on a mountain. And uh, he tried to warn her, like, yo, if this goes down, you have to get off at a certain time or it could be lethal. Oh, <laughs> when the moment she didn't pay attention, the moment of truth happened, he threw her off her and it was like three bullet holes that went through the damn ceiling. Like, oh, wow. yeah. I, I think they stole that from Garth Ennis. He looks at says, nobody should have to take that. You know, and I was like, God, I thought it was funny as <laughs> That's hell. awesome, dude. Wow. You know, that movie does not get enough credit. That was a good flick. And, of course... Uh, because it was something random and didn't have a lot of stuff behind it, you know, there, there wouldn't been a sequel. But even the bad guys were good, man. Uh, you know, Red was a good character. Um, and actually, I, I enjoyed that. I think I'm probably watching again this week. That's one I'll just nice. hop on my iPad when I'm on the plane and just fall asleep to. It's a good flick. Are you yeah. a gamer? Yeah, uh, yeah, but I'm uh, actually got I got an argument on the Fox about playing. <laughs> How like video games are just as good as a good girlfriend. You know, oh. except that, like if the video game mess up, you just reset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's good. So, so which, I was, what? Uh, I'm excited. Like Gears of War four came out dude, yesterday, and dude. I'm like trying to sneak over to. I've been trying to sneak the Best Buy for have the last you, two days. You, you haven't played it yet, right? You Xbox or both? You X. You That's Xbox. My favorite. Um, favorite console. Game. Just otherwise, just... I'm stuck. I'm stuck. You know, my NBA. Two, uh, 2K season is, you know, all 80 games. So, you know, I'm pretty busy on that. Mm. You know, my man and I play full season. So once I get in my stuff, it's hard to get me off it. You know, Dude. I'll be like uh. three seasons deep when the new game comes out. And I'm like, do I really want to get the new game or stick with what I got for a while? Because, you know, I got my um, 
my dynasty built and all that stuff. So, like I said, gaming for me was always something I did, like, after homework, after I played outside, I come in and play my video game and relax in college. It just kind of always was my thing. Like, I always try to get a game in when I'm just trying to, like, relax. It's right. Like my cigarette or whatever. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that release. You know, he ain't got to yeah, release. Killing, you know, I don't take it to the point where I'm, like, playing dudes online, talking about coming and killing them and stuff. But Right. <laughs> Because I had to get off like Halo after a while. I found myself like trying to look dudes up. Because you get no, really you get pissed off. That's frightening. That's frightening if you go up to somebody. You know, those well, because what happened with Halo is when when dudes figured out that they could sit on top of the uh, circle. Yeah, and just just pick everybody off all day and wouldn't like it just killed the game. It's yeah, it did. It, re- it really did. It really did. Fun. You know, run around shoot each other and stuff like that, or see who gets the hammer. And then all of a sudden, one dude just sits up and just starts taking everybody out. Yeah, it sucks. Um, you I said, played enough to know the cheat, like all the cheat stuff. I, I won't go there. Yeah, you said the magic words, man, when you said Gears of War four, dude. Look, I I bought it. Um, I have I have a a a little baby boy. He's only he's only nine months, and I haven't been able to actually play this game. I've been waiting for this game for like two years, <laughs> three yeah, years. So when I then. even bought the re, the revamp version. Yeah, so did I. So did I. And like. That's my game. Like I read all the books, I read all the comics. You know, I, I that's the main game that I play all the time. Wayne is so hard right now. I am. Oh my I, god! I spent up. I spent like two hundred dollars on this game. Right? I bought the. Oh, I, I got everything. Yeah. yeah, I bought that. I bought the extra damn Gun suits, the skins, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, dude. So oh, like, I'm awesome. like super pumped to play this thing, and I and I have I've played the first like. 15 minutes of the opening thing and it's mm. it's incredible but i haven't ever been able to get to play anymore well because it's this one of those games where if your girl walks in the room she's like what is wrong with you exactly why are you playing this game are you yeah. sick because like, you know, it's rough you know oh for it's me, a tough game i'm not a big first person because i didn't grow up that way like i always saw the guy that i was playing with yeah so gears of war is kind of a is, is like a, is a good fix for me because the first person shooter stuff i'm just it, i'm not i don't really I have them I just don't play them that much, but if I can see the character and I can move like that, then I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoy the third person games. I do like third person. You know, Rainbow Six does third. Person. Rainbow Six is a third person. Yeah, that's pretty fun. That last but one's hard as shit. I think I think with Gears though, I, I think the reason I'm like so into it was because of, of the story. It's got a great story and it's hard. Like if you play it on the right level, oh, man, dude. it's a it's a year commitment, dude. If you play because it, it would on drive you nuts, you play it on you insane, know? dude. It, it <laughs> Especially by yourself, you don't even have somebody playing with no, you. I always got oh. a road dog when it comes to kids. It's terrible. You gotta have a road dog. Like somebody got to get you up. Like I've beaten the first two, or well, actually beaten the first all three of the last ones on insane by myself. And oh, that's pretty good. It's, I cannot claim that, dude. It's taken. It took me hours, like 250 hours probably of gameplay. Yeah, but, and that's the, that's the problem. Um. It's tough. Most people who live life to raise kids work. They don't have that kind of time. Right. What happens is the game comes out, and it'll take me about three weeks to finally get time to go pick it up. Then when I get online and start playing, I'm already a month behind everybody. Yeah, and everybody else is super badass. I'll just myself off in the world and just play the game at my own pace. That way I ain't got to worry about no 13-year-old talking about, oh, you can't do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, what we do when we play online is we basically get a, a like a, a bunch of guys together, like three or four of us, and we just go yeah. into a chat room and we don't worry about we don't listen to anybody else. We just talk to each other, you know. Yeah. And we play through the game. It, it's it's a lot easier. You don't have to hear the the thirteen year olds talking shit about you or whatnot, you know. And I'm in two businesses where there's a few gamers and then like everybody isn't. Like Fox, I don't think 
anybody would just come out and be like, hey, I play video games too. They'd be like whispering me like, say. Because <laughs> I was like, you guys don't play video games? And they looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, oh, well, I was an athlete in college, so we play video games. Like, so. it's a drug you know, deal. You know. hey, Me- Megan no. Fox is really into, or Megan Kelly's really into. Uh, <laughs> Megan Fox. <laughs> yeah, I, I messed that up. Megan Kelly's really into uh, Call of Duty. I thought she was into yeah, GTA. No, no, probably not. Grand Theft uh, Auto. She likes to beat up hookers. No, I thought Greg might Ooh, be. Oh, that new mafia, though? Crazy, so. I just let it alone. Yeah. <laughs> Greg Gutfeld does seem like the guy at Fox that you would you, you would first go to to like go hang out. Yeah, he's a, he, like I said, man. Like, there's not a lot of cats who would who would take a risk like he did. Um, and you know, he's just been like. And here's another thing too, like just the reality of it. Like most of the time, when you do something and like you're good at it, especially in entertainment, some people that bring you in all of a sudden can be threatened by you. Or they could be like, oh, man, you need to slow your roll down and get too many laughs or right. whatever. But this dude, like, he's just always supportive to the point where you're like, man, this dude is like, he's like, kill it, do it, bring it more, you know. Um, and that's cool when you have somebody who doesn't have those issues. I wish someone like Greg ran the wrestling world who was yeah, all right. about just getting the product out, not necessarily a pissing contest sometimes or like, oh, well, I still got it, you know. So I'm just gonna hold up the younger guys because I still got it. You know, where Greg was like, "Hey, best man wins. Let's do this. It's all better for the company. We win when we all win." So it's a, yeah. well, a great attitude, and that's why he has the role he has at Fox News. He's got two shows, shows up on three shows. You know, like he's that's awesome. He's doing the damn thing. So it, I, I got really lucky to to have somebody who was willing to let me be me, and that's not always something I've enjoyed in my career as far as entertainment goes. Yeah, somebody right. giving you a chance, basically. Even like the movie. Um, um, Supercon? Supercon, yeah, he was like, "Be you, you know, like, be funny, be witty, you know, don't trip." And then he kept changing the character on me. <laughs> First, I was married, then I was yeah. gay. Like, he just kept throwing stuff at me, and I was like, "Well, it, it, I'm from gay. I'm a badass gay guy." You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. like I wouldn't yeah, change anything. Not about to lose so this persona, like the guy <laughs> just like Spock, opposed to the girls in the anime outfits. That's cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, no it's all no good. Difference. Doesn't change anything. I think that was a test for me because Ooh, some be people, soon. because of their stereotypes or their issues, when you're asked to do something out the box, they go the other way with it. All of a sudden, you're not the same person. Right. Callahan's the same dude, whether he's gay or straight. He's still a big jerk, regardless. Yeah. You know? so yeah. It, doesn't, it didn't change. So I was like, they don't change nothing. I mean, yeah. Like, no, it doesn't. I just want to see where your head was at. So it's like I could still be an asshole if I was gay, straight, yeah, it, it or whatever. Matter, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, we were we were very impressed with Zach. We we uh, he's an awesome him dude. A couple of times. Oh man, if Zach calls, I'm picking up the phone every time. Yeah, that's too. Cool. Yeah, because yeah. he's been on the show and too, he's, and he's only scratched the surface, man. And you know, it's cool. He did some cool stuff, even with you know, he did some things to get under my skin to bring out some stuff. Like he added a line in there messing with me because you know, a girl was like calling me a Nazi and stuff, and I was yeah. like, what? That's I not, re- I'm not really offended by that. I remember he, he that, was, like, dude. Leg day skipping, and I just like, what'd you say? Leg day I ain't never skipping. skipped no damn leg day. No. And I just, oh, you know, he's that's like, that's blasphemy. <laughs> yeah, that that was funny because you you guys were shooting that scene, and we were all sitting there watching y'all. Because uh, we're you know we were we were down the first row, where you know where you carried her out right in front front of the door right yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we were actually the the second booth before you walked out the door, and. um we were watching you do that, and every time that was the funniest shit, dude. When she threw it, when you threw it over the sh- your shoulder, and she was like, "Ah, oh, that was great." <laughs> I never missed a leg day in my life. Like I was, I'm not playing with you. <laughs> and because uh, I take that's you know, you out your mind. Right but uh, it was a lot. Like that was a 
that movie was the most challenging thing I think I've ever done because it asked me to do so many different things that usually in movies the big guy doesn't get to do or is asked right. to do. You know, so I don't want to give too much away of the movie, but right. like, it was a lot of stuff that I was like, huh? You know, You're like, okay, but, I'll, I'll but, give it a know, shot. Uh, being a part of that cast and being able to, and that was another thing too for me because here's, here's the reality everyone thinks they're a star. Everybody always thinks they're funny. We live in a world now where everybody's in their own universe and can't take constructive criticism or look in the mirror honestly. Like, there's a lot of that. Uh-huh. And um, my thing was like, yeah, I want to pursue acting, but am I really a good actor? Like, I don't know. If I, you know, you don't know when playing certain roles, playing a tough guy in a movie to me is easy because that's the fakest thing in the world where everybody acts tough. Wrestling is the same thing. It's easy to act like a dick. It's hard to act like a punkasaurus. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, 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 exactly. Not be feeling it every day. Exactly. Well, when we got you're... issues, you know, we got stuff going down. We got, you know, dramas in our lives. And we got to go, hi, kids. You know, it's not easy to do. But um, so in this movie, when I saw the cast and stuff, John Malkovich, you know, Russell Peters, Mike Epps, you know, and, and Clancy Brown and being like, okay, if I can feel like these guys aren't looking at me like, yo, pick it up, then this is a good test for me. Nice. You know, so then after that, I had confidence. And then I walked right into uh, the Inuati movie, where there's a lot of dialogue, which was great. It's a you know a smaller budget movie, but for me, it was like there's a lot of dialogue and a chance to be a character. That's fucking so, cool. So you know, I cut the difference. I walked around like Bane the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> when but you it was were... like I was Bane and a little bit of Robert Downey Jr. from Tropic Thunder. I kind of merged them. Two together. <laughs> um, I like yeah. nice. When you uh, when you walk into a set, since you do so many things, is uh, do you find that people look at you uh, with any any preconceived way? Like, is are there people who saw you on Gutfeld, or are there people who saw you, you know, wrestling first? Like, or do are you just? The, the, I used to get you speak so well, and I used to drive. Oh me. man, <laughs> that drove me nuts. And then it was like, I saw you on Greg Gutfeld. What you doing on there for? <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing on there for? Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna let that go. But. Um, and they're like, you're smart and funny. I'm like, thanks. I didn't think that. What did you think I was going to go on the show, headbutt Greg, charge the the camera? What you going to do, Trump? You know, like, so like I watched that. He brought me on the show to have wit. If I don't have, you know, they, they get. I was offensive lineman first, and I was mm. a smart ass from the time I was born. I was short before I got big, so I had oh, a mouth. Lucky on. you. And you know, so I developed <laughs> mouth skills side kicking. So I didn't have to. I couldn't just be the big guy in the room. I was always mouthy, and then somehow, I guess to save me from ass whippings, I grew that whole summer. So, you know, but hey, I've always been a bookworm and, and big on um, school and stuff. So I, I have a question. Mm. I know I know it's burning Kyle up. He, mm. he he he's a little guy, and he's wondering how you got big. <laughs> Honestly, man, from watching old Incredible Hulk uh, video cassettes. See, there you go. Them? Like, Did you get like a, real, an aura like, that that? I grew up. I grew up in a rough you? situation, and uh, my biological mother was she had a rough day. Like, uh, biological dad was not a good person. Uh-huh. He was, you know, handsy. Like, I don't even go into that, but he was a very abusive person. Um, right. A lot of drugs and stuff. And I would literally tell my mom I was going to be the Hulk one day, and I was going to kick his ass. And I was at four. I was telling her this, and I would literally be watching those things, trying to learn how to change. Be in the closet trying to change. If I turn the hook, I'll get him. So, like, the ongoing, like, because the rest of the family, and I I don't really talk to them much anymore. We're all going our separate ways. But I think the closest person to me is, like, 5'11". Wow. Normal people. And then there's this giant Umber Hulk. And the only thing is, well, he, you know, 
I should have wished for something else, though. I should have been, look, I'm going to be a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. Buy well, you out of this situation. Well, man, you get, you, know, you got a comanchion. You're building yeah. a comanchion, dude, so you get in there. Well, you need you to know, have a comanchion. I'm, I'm more of the entertaining house husband. I got you. You know, you know she got, you know, sensible portions blowing up. Uh, it's just turned national and it's just doing big things. So nice. Um, I you mean, wanna, you want to plug that? We hadn't heard about that. Since yeah, go ahead. Sensible yeah. portion. You know, um, yeah, it started. Uh, you're better. I'm surprised you haven't. Um, sensible portions started. Um, basically, she started out of her house cooking for clients, and um, it turned into uh, Ingrid Rink. It turned into uh, like first it was like 11 clients, then it was 20 clients, and then now it's 18,000. Like she, wow. Boy, you see, I know you've seen the Jesus. billboards. Anytime you go into New Orleans, you see the attractive blonde with the sensible portions, 15 meals. Yeah, I've seen that billboard. Yeah, yeah, that's that's her. And, nice. Uh, she is just turned this into an empire. That's and incredible, so, man. Yeah. So for me, you know, that's early retirement. So you know. <laughs> So I'm pretty, real excited. Pretty sure about you'll be this. doing what talk doing shows today? from I'm your house. Picking up the kids, gonna walk my dog, maybe go fishing. You know, that's, I don't know. Maybe that's I'll pretty just awesome. Sit around the house, play video games. I don't know. Dude, my you'll be is wide open. You'll be able to play any game you want anytime now. I I hit the lottery. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, so it's it's good for me, and it, it doesn't help that she's a ten. So, like I said, I'm I'm living chunky buff dreams. So it's all it's all gravy. Holy. I think you became Kyle's hero. Yeah, you have because he he's he's looking up your uh, hey, your stats. You ever you ever played the new Mortal Kombat? Thomas? There's only one Mortal Kombat, and for me, life after Raiden, nothing else matters. So oh, I nice. did get it. I bought it for. I did buy it for the. Um, you, you have there. seen it though, right? You know some of the characters on there, right? Wait. Yeah, they had aliens and they had everything else on there. Yeah, a bunch what of weird shit. Wait, uh, wait. You, why, why did you say have you played the new Mortal Kombat? Like you was trying to get him to look at shit in your trunk, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, man. Just the thing. Just the thing. You want? You need a watch, man. Halloween's coming up next. And you know, you know, it would be awesome if, no, if not I was that character. That, um, they have. I haven't seen it, so. Uh, I, damn it! Oh, sorry, this man. It's gonna be difficult to explain if y'all haven't seen. It. But there's a, a like a big uh, Goliath type character with a like a little guy on the show. Oh yes, are I you have trying to say that. you want to be Tyrus's mini me? Not the mini me, but that, I'd be the. My life is Halloween. The shoulder mount. I'm not a big fan of Halloween. Like. Well, yeah, because you gotta do candy, shit all the time. You know. Oh, yeah. But uh, I'm not. You know. Like costumes, I wear one for a living. Right. So right. for me, Halloween, I was just, I'm not, you know, even as a kid, I think I was over it at like 13 because I didn't fit nothing. Well, you just cursed <laughs> Kyle's you know, dream. And all my costumes are whack. No. Like, no, dude. Mom, dreams oh, are still I'll there. paint your face. Don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> this don't look like Axe and Smash of Demolition. This looks like I'm not up on my face. Axe and you Smash of like, Demolition. So I, I was over it. By the way, I like how you emasculated that guy in the Shrek costume in New York Comic Con. That was beautiful. When the, oh, just man. the look I, in his I, eye I, when he I realized. Like, and I was messing with him, and I was, I was like, yo, you built a wall, didn't you? Keep <laughs> off all the immigrants coming in your land? Like, how did that work out? Is that the right thing to do? And he was like, uh. I was like, bruh, you didn't see the movie? Like, he I, built a fence, like a wall. To keep all the immigrants out, right? So you you're dressed as an immigrant, as a dude <laughs> who's anti-immigration. No, <laughs> no, no, he man. He he got the costume to get laid and said, "Whatever I gotta do to get these illegal immigrants off my land." He went and fought a dragon over that stuff. He so did. Just keeping it real. He didn't think because it's a political show, so you know I figured that maybe the guy could give me something back, and he was like, "Oh, I'm not that kind of Shrek." Yeah, I was like, "What? What do you mean you're not that kind of Shrek?" 
So well, what are you, Shrek 5? Like, yeah. Is that a movie I didn't see yet? <laughs> There's a lot of them. Well, speaking there of... Was a, there was a ton of them, man. And the, they did show the Batman one. And I was like, you know, I'm really proud of you for coming out. And dude was like, what? <laughs> and it was just... like, come, We you, saw you that. Were, you were mass vigilante, and now you're not masked anymore. So you... Yeah, that oh, was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, was going that one actually made me laugh the most. Uh, Part you know of me, he was there and was asked to leave. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know that dude like isn't allowed around playgrounds and stuff. Yeah, so. I agree. Oh, no, I was, I was wondering That's if maybe I, like, I literally was like, oh, look at him. Nope, we can't. can't this dude needs to be on film. <laughs> and when I when I said, hey, Bruce Wayne, what's going on? He's like, yeah, you know, I let myself go. I'm like, well, well I was, here we go. <laughs> I was wondering if maybe he actually was in the closet and he freaked out because you said, said that. Well, yeah, I think that I kind of got that. Like he really freaked out, but I don't. I wouldn't necessarily. Like I said, I don't know the guy, and I right. don't wish him bad or anything like that. But I'm pretty sure he's with whatever's clever. I don't right. think he's very. He's very picky. It was pretty like, freaking like awesome. Sounds like him has been a challenge. I, I just want my. So I'm sure he's like open. You know, just the left one. You know, <laughs> action figures or whatever. Um, man, woman, he's good just as long as they they're around him. Because he was he was telling me about you know how he's online a lot. He's online like 12, 14 hours a day. And I was like, of course you are. Right. So well, aren't we all technically? Yeah. Well, I yeah. Unfortunately, I gotta be honest with you, man. I hate social media. I hate <laughs> oh, so do I. I hate it, man. It's so it's much. literally when I'm so done. Much in the public eye i'm throwing it all out i'm getting a rotary phone in my house oh, you <laughs> don't catch me in the house before i go out for the day you don't catch me Dude, i think it's ridiculous that you're a beck and call to everybody constantly that like, there is no time for you it's such a rabbit hole though like when you when you look at one thing and then you jump oh look here's something else and then you just before you know it oh, you're like you're 30 caught. 30 minutes into looking you're at caught. stupid <laughs> shit scrolling through facebook looking at world star it's not a way to spend your life exactly oh. and you get hooked well, I will say, falling asleep and shit. I think the yeah. I think this election is is kind of pushing people away from social media a little bit, just because I, th- I think most people are kind of tired ridiculous. of every time they turn on. It's like it, it literally is the worst of us. Yes, you know, and like uh, like when I watch this stuff, like here's my thing. Like the thing about Trump, I don't care if he if he cuss. I don't, I don't give a damn. I cuss. I say things in my house that I wouldn't want repeated. I say things to my boys that I wouldn't want repeated, and I wouldn't, and I would have the common sense not to say those things in front of a woman or whatever. But at no time did me, my boys, and and my spent my whole life in a locker room. If there was ever someone came in like, "Yo, look," I'd start kissing on this broad, and I grabbed her. We'd be like, "Bro, you about to go to jail, son? Like, tripping? You wrong? Yeah, like, you got a you can't problem? Just do like, that. nobody, nobody would be like, yeah. hey, you know, Mm-mm. and um." And was, you know, just to say those things was is just nuts, you know, and the way he apologized what bothered me because my thing is like he was almost better off saying, look, I was just running my mouth, just being an idiot, trying to make him laugh. And I went too far. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's it. I'm sorry. If you don't want to support me anymore, I completely understand it. And I'm going to do my best to earn your respect back. If he came like that. He would have went up in the polls. Yeah, so I agree. Instead of doing that, he went uh, on attacking everybody. Hit under pressure. And that's that stunt he pulled when he brought in the, the Bill Clinton <laughs> accusers from 20 years ago who have all had their day in court. And one of them was, you know, she was having an affair with him. So I really don't feel anything for it. Like, what? So you knew he was married? And so you had an affair with him for eight years or whatever it was. And now you're claiming that you were done wrong? How were you done wrong? 
And yeah. he made money to go away. He gave you $850,000 Paula Jones to go away. For her to come back out and say she was wronged, what were you wronged about? <laughs> you had an agenda. You went after a married yeah, he man. Yeah, years taking some President Dick. And then you got paid for it. So what exactly is your issue? Because there's no other way your ass would have made $850,000. Oh, hell no. The hell out of here. She was Nobody a high-priced prostitute. Album. I didn't see you in any move, you know. And then another thing that bothers me, I'm going to keep it real, is a guy who is messed up in relationships and stuff. Five, I have never seen a woman who has been cheated on by her husband embrace other than the one phone call where they exchange notes. After that, she's like, the, the hell with her. But when they have the conversation, oh, yeah, I saw him and I texted him and I was here. That's the only time they're going to be nice to you. After that, they don't care. They don't want that they're embarrassed and they don't like the woman. And they shouldn't. And they shouldn't. She had every right to not like those women. She had every right to be mean to those women. She was cheating on. She was trying to stand by her husband. Like, right. You know, and that's to, to throw that at back at her to me, I think it's just it's just whack. It's a dick so, move. Yeah, it's just it's just he's he's supposed to be better than that. And I think Trump's problem is he tries to explain everything. And what he can't explain is he tries to blame the other guy for. It. And instead of just mm. being Donald, like, yeah, you know what? I did some things. If he would have came out and like, look, I've done some things. I've been a guy. I've made mistakes. I always made the best decisions. But I have worked on that for the last five years. And blah, blah, blah. People would be like, when this stuff came out, they would be like, he already discussed this. Yeah. But instead, it's a lie. You know, it's just too bad. And the, you know, well, the, I don't, the I don't think thing with Hillary is just old to me. It's just think, over uh, with. You know, either one of them. Every time they keep bringing it out, it's just it's whatever. Between I, the two of them, honestly, I think Hillary is probably a safer choice. I just don't. I just don't know where his head's at right now. I'm being honestly. Yeah. When I started out, yeah, I had a shirt with both of them on right as a Donald Pump and and. Uh, mm-hmm. Hillary Swoles, you know, <laughs> I was making jokes about it. I, I dig that. That's fine. Donald you know, Pump and, then, and, and then now it's just like, is this really what it's come down to? Like, it's just a big pissing match, man. Yeah, but it's That's not it. even like the the primary, like the the debate. All he did was attack her. He never answered a question. Oh, I'm like Donald, this is not. And then his base is like, oh, what a victory! I'm like, he didn't do nothing that I couldn't have done. I hate you, Hillary. You're a devil. That's terrible to say. Something. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe you should run. Disaster. Terrible. Everything yeah, I'd vote for you. Did is a disaster. Disaster. You're, you're a likable guy. You're you should disaster. run. Everything's a disaster. You're a disaster. Like, do you have another adjective to use for her? A, a horrible. Like, instead of just telling what he's going to do, give us some, give us some substance, bro, and let's move on. But we can't because you want to keep fighting it. So that's that's my take on it. You know, and I'm neither here nor there. I've, I've been an independent. You know, I I liked Obama. I voted for Obama. And I'm almost sad to see him go a little bit, to be honest with you, because what we're being left with is rough. Ugh. Like I think I think this year I'm gonna be none of the above. I don't I don't feel like voting. I really yeah, don't. Yeah, I think a lot of people are the same way. It's kinda like I don't Yeah, I decided not to vote. I don't think I'm gonna vote. I'll just either. wait four years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll save my vote for someone who counts. I thought about Gary Johnson, but I don't really like him that much either. And I don't he's think an he's idiot. Competent. Yeah. Man, I don't think he's, he's stupid. I just don't he's, think he's, he's, he's anywhere the near. Human being to <laughs> I mean, the Aleppo thing, I get it. If you caught me on a Wednesday and asked me Aleppo, I'd be like, I don't think they made that dog food anymore. Like, I would have been up and off. <laughs> I wouldn't have known. What? But name a world leader. I mean, damn, bro. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. He He's good on, well, supposedly good on financial issues, but everything else, foreign policy, yeah, uh, immigration. Just about anything else, to, he's you're weak. Running, on. This, you're running for president. 
you've got to know this stuff. Like yeah. if just like if you any job interview, if you're going to McDonald's, you have to understand how to make a damn sandwich. <laughs> right. I mean, you, you, if you can't make a sandwich, you're not going to last very long. Oh, sorry, I keep having a hard time. Does is the bun first? <laughs> after a while, they're going to be like, "Damn, he really can't make a sandwich. He got to go." So I don't know. I had a woman make me a, a sandwich with the with the bun in the middle. I don't no. think she got fired. Yeah, wasn't there a sandwich that was like two chicken breasts? Yeah, that's and KFC. That's the, the double, double down. down. KFC, I think it was like a spectacular manwich or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. but double dude, down. Dude, I've never had yeah. that. And I haven't. It is so good. And I heard it's like. I think like, fast food places oh, are the worst of people. The, the is, fact that they keep, keep coming out with more fatter hands. stuff. Is oh, diabolical. Oh, dude, like, like, uh, what is it? Hardee's. Hardee's has like the the scariest hamburgers ever. Like, if you look what at them, what kills me is they really trying to make uh, us think that Carl's Jr. and Hardee's are two different things. Right, and it's the same like, place. It's the same damn place. That's like, uh, what is it? Rallies and Checkers. They're the same company. I like I like Hardee's better though because it doesn't make me run through grammatical, like like equations. <laughs> and they're always split with like a green burrito or something, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. Now, Red Burrito. Was it Red Burrito, I think? It was it's, green. Somebody got in yeah, trouble. It it's Red Burrito. Red, so. Really? Well, that's weird. Um, well, Unfortunately, uh, during my time with Snoop, I knew way too many fast food restaurants. Wait, wait, wait. Back that up. Like, we didn't know about that. You were, you used to hang out with Snoop Dogg? I was his bodyguard for four years. No shit. Oh, wow. Six, yeah. Seven. Well, actually, thanks for being the first radio show not to bring that up. <laughs> You're welcome because we had I'm sorry. the entire bulk of the Oh no, the no, no, no. Like, oh, we're so not that prepared. Up, we're out of time. No, no, man, no, dude. No, no, we're more interested in you and I mean, don't get yeah. me wrong, yeah. if, you know, that, like that, I mean if that that's like just how it came about TNG now, that's called me up over the Kardashian thing. They used to bodyguard for the Kardashians also? Oh, hells no. Oh. Um, not, if, not if Jesus was, was paying. Say, I, definitely, I definitely don't want to hear about that. No. no. Yeah. Um, but when the TMZ Sports, like as a former bodyguard, like what do I think about the, the robbery? Oh, thing? the robbery I didn't robbery know thing. they still had jewel thieves. Right. <laughs> uh, conspiracy. I didn't know they you had $4 I mean? million dollar like rings. Night Murder, she wrote. Yeah, yeah. Like a Muppet movie, there just isn't jewelry thing. <laughs> the fucking the great Muppet caper. That was oh great. Oh my god, that but would be a great movie. The last time, or the, like the Pink Panther diamond. <laughs> yeah, but there's a reason why nobody does jewelry movies anymore because there's no damn jewelry thieves. Yeah, I think you know, and the story was just so bad. I do enjoy a good heist though. That was great. That's right. Well, I just saw today she's she's already she's suing people now. That's always a good sign. Those guys still at large, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy. I guess so. And they took off. Three of them took off on foot, two on bikes. Like, did you really all practice this before you told them? Sickles. They were all her bodyguards, probably. Yeah, they just ran off. Yeah. No clue when they were staring at her. <laughs> crappy masks on. And they, Here's the thing. Here's the thing, fellas. You're stealing $10 million. You got to go. Yeah. Because you're going to go to jail for life anyway. Yeah. And did, her looking at you. Dodge. And chances you're going to leave DNA on her when you're picking her up and stuff. And she said she was struggling and kicking. And you're putting tape on her mouth, so you're probably going to leave a print on the tape. Like, or the bathtub, a piece of hair is going to fall off. You, I mean, it's just well, Also, how do you fence a $4 million to ring? get away with a crime like that that was that sloppy? That you know? And they were dressed as police, but they wore masks. Then why the hell are they dressed like cops? <laughs> like, it don't make no damn sense. Like, it's just a bad, like I said, and, and then... Um, Obviously, I think it was a, a publicity stunt, and she's going to wait for a long time, and then she'll show up on ABC and give this big interview, and everyone feels sorry for her. Because, make a movie I mean, about it. Well, I don't think anybody watching Blacktown. I sure hope not. Those, 
Well, she's who, you know she didn't like, she didn't wait watched, too long. I'm, honestly, I'm very proud of the fact that I've never watched any of their stuff, and every time Robert I hear China. about them, I always have to ask who. Yeah, I've what? never watched any of that shit. That is terrible, uh, the only so. thing I ever took interest in was oh, um, God. Lamar Odom. You know, I was just nope. concerned about him as a person. Yeah, so I kept you know hearing his issues with drugs and damn near died and stuff and it seemed was, like a lot of his problems started you know i mean at, at the end of the day a man is responsible for his own choices in life but mm-hmm, it just right. seems like you know the the pressure from that situation um really got to him you know yeah. he was he was probably one of the best two-way players you know in the nba and his story is just tragic you know and as a as a fan of the nba like i, I probably that was probably the most i actually paid attention to anything you know but the well, fact that our that our young women and girls watch shows like that with people who, if they actually took a real picture of themselves, they wouldn't be very attractive. But <laughs> you know, there's just horrible messages that they that they send. You got to get augmentations done. You got to get booties and fake mm, booties put in, fake terrible. hair, fake lips. So Have a stylist do you just to take a damn selfie? My um, fake booties pretty take good. Take naked pictures, <laughs> but it's not really you. It has to be changed. Like it's just oh, just it's the worst nice. of it. And their whole thing is like these aren't talented people. They just had a shit ton of money and nothing to do with it. And created this this car accident that unfortunately America, instead of fixing their own lives, is watching. And it's, I, that's why I'm not a big fan of reality TV show at all. To be honest with you, like the only one I gave some credit to was Duck Dynasty because they were positive. Yeah, and I would mind. You know, I, I'd turn my TV on to watch that because they were positive. I don't always agree with everything they talked about, but they always supported family. And they, like I said, their religious views were their religious views. And I know they got a lot of heat because you know they were they you know they were they can't they spoke out against. Um, like gay marriage and stuff like that yeah. but that's their choice and that's who they are and if you're going to watch that you have to accept that people are going to have their opinions and stuff and if you don't like it don't watch it but you know yeah. Honey yeah. Boo Boo and stuff like that the fact <laughs> that Boo-Boo the producer child. of that show isn't in jail or fined or fired and not allowed to work again is terrible it wasn't until they let you know uh, a a sex offender on the show yeah. right which was which was the mother's like uh, boyfriend. boyfriend yeah yeah but he raped the daughter right yeah and they brought him on the show for ratings, and they were thrown off the air. And I was like, it took somebody finding out. It's ridiculous. You know, and it's just sad that that's what – because, you know, here's the thing. I'm on two TV shows, you know, TNA on Pop and Greg Gutfield. And I don't feel like it's a super great accomplishment anymore to be on TV. I feel like there's too many people on TV. 30 years ago when you were on TV, you had to be a great actor. Like if you, like, go back and watch all the old sitcoms and stuff, everybody on there could bring it. Right. Everybody was an actor. Every dramatic movie was dramatic. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now it's just like you make a good rap album, they throw you in a movie. Like, it just you make a terrible rap album. Right, but... become, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a good rap album. Now, let me know. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, that's I'm what I was laughing it. about. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. There's, I'm, I don't need to hear any more songs about cars and women because oh, literally, God. that's not a great yeah, accomplishment well, in life. Well, speaking of TNA. Uh, Oh, like here we go. Actually, yes, actually, yes, I'm, I'm not. It. I'm not going to go where you think I'm going to go. I'm, I'm buying TNA. Just go ahead. You heard it here first. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't going to go fund me page. <laughs> I wasn't going to go gonna there. I was going to ask you. Uh, we mentioned Shrek earlier. Like, uh, since you're out in TNA, you big theme park fan? No, no, I hate theme parks. I don't mm-hmm. care for them at all. Uh, I, went, I just drag. It's horrible for me. It's like an autograph signing. It doesn't go away. Uh, I'm well, too tall for all the rides. I was gonna yeah, say he's kind of too big for the rides. Man, for food is terrible. Uh, yeah, universal. Um, everything's overpriced. Uh, I can get the anything. Food is terrible. Hold on, for half the price. Um, just not a fan of the music. And I get it. I just, 
I just think a family vacation would be so much better going somewhere and being active and running around yeah. spending time together than, you know, going to a theme park and spending a ton of money with nothing to show for at the end of the day except for like indigestion and a sunburn. All right, this interview is done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I do want to know. Uh, what, what do you want to know, man? I have a question. Like when it, it, when it comes to you wrestling and um, when it comes to uh, your performance, do y'all go over that or is it like spot on when you get there? When you first meet and there's a match, is um, it like... It, honestly, man, it depends. Like I'm a big fan of calling it out there. Yeah. Certain okay. things, and I think my work shows that. Um, yeah, I like that. That's what's up. I don't... I was trained... I was, like I said, my wrestling clear, man, I was very fortunate, man. I was... I spent... And Arn Anderson used to say, how many... Whenever I made a mistake, how many sweaty shirts did I have to change with you in the ring? Uh-huh. And I'd be like, eh, you know, and if you're going to tell me, like, that's my effort for that match, then I wasted my damn time. So, mm. um, you know, and it, I had some I took I treated just like football. Uh, I treated wrestling the same way. The agent was my coach. And if he was satisfied, then I did a good job. If he wasn't, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that he instilled upon me and so didn't. Guys like Dr. Tom Pritchard, Bill DeMont, um, Mr. Rotundo, um, was when you're out there, and, and, and Paul Orndorff was my favorite wrestler in the world, which is ironic. He hit me up on Twitter and asked me how he could get verified, and I like hit up my manager guy, and I was like, I don't care. whatever You stop everything you're doing. You get Mr. Wonderful verified. And he was like, is that is he important? He's my favorite wrestler of all time, number one. Mm-hmm. He got screwed at WrestleMania, never got over it. And two, <laughs> yeah. he won the championship. His feet hit the ground first. So, and I remember crying. Didn't want, you know, just my Saturday night main event was ruined. Proud uh, <laughs> to never watch wrestling again, which wasn't true. But, like, man, Mr. Wonderful was, to me, I thought he was the toughest, greatest wrestler of all time. And um, because he took, like, ten minutes to get in the ring. Yeah. He refused, and like, but then when he got in the ring, he kicked your ass, you know. And the pile driver was awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. I know my brother wished I didn't like him so much because he took a few of those on the lawn. Yeah, because no. yeah. wasn't he the he was the inventor of the pile driver? My no, car, no, uh, it was a few guys before, but like he oh, okay. probably hit it the best. Okay, because he I, jumped into it. I thought he, he was, for some reason I thought he was the he first got a guy up there. It. No, there was uh, God, there's wrestling moves have been around forever, but yeah, uh, I think Lawler was around a lot longer than before he was. Uh, uh, probably so. Yeah, and um, Lawler used it quite a bit, and I'm trying to think, there was a few guys before. You know, Bret Hart did a pretty decent pile driver for a while before he started using the sharpshooter exclusively. Um, mm. You know, he got good height on it, and that's the thing with it. Eric Young does a great pile driver. Um, I don't know if they're letting him use it uh, in NXT and WWE, but at TNA, man, his him and Kurt Angle, I think he hit a pile driver for the second. It was like probably one of the craziest things I've ever Ooh, seen in my life. Wow. Yeah. Who, uh, who's your favorite uh, legend that you've you've gotten to either or to a meet, meet or, and wrestle? Or wrestle. Um, I'm not a big fan of wrestling legends. I think that's a disservice oh. to them and myself. Like I'm just, um, I've avoided it like the plague. Because to me, I, I, and here's a perfect example. Like, um, my wrestling window is closing because at some point. I feel like it's a disservice to stay too long. It hurts the story of the business. Right. I, right. Think, I think, and it's just my opinion, but I think the guys who stay long, they hurt They hurt the business. And you want to mm. leave the business better than when you came in. Right. Um, and you lose when you retire. You know what I'm saying? You pay it forward and you go out. Um, well, some of these guys never had, like, retirement plans. But that's not – neither the NFL guys. 
Right. But unfortunately, you know, wrestling fans and, and stuff, they they don't necessarily think in those terms, and they want to see, you know, a Ric Flair at 65 wrestling and stuff. To me, it's no. sad. I, <laughs> I remember nah. watching him in, in Big Show wrestle in ECW where it was yes. a hardcore match and it was tax and shows just beating the fuck out of him. And at some point I was just like, stop it. Just stop this. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's, you know, and like I said, he, it, you can't tell a guy, but, and, and some of the guys that stay, I feel like you made so much money off other people. And I'm assuming it's karma because you don't have it anymore. But of course, karma means absolutely nothing to Hulk Hogan. Like, I think he, I think he bitch slapped karma a few times. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Wait, was she a hooker? Karma slapped right back, though. No, it was his you friend's know. wife. Oh. Doesn't matter. He ended up with 120 million. He yeah. Was, yeah. Game over. <laughs> you can't say nothing to yeah. him. Game over. It's insane. He's back, just like that. I'm back. Right. <laughs> Turns out it is immortal. And give it another six months, and he'll be at WrestleMania next year. Game over. I win. Right. You know, and and like I said, my interactions with him have always been positive. But I would not want to wrestle anybody. You know, like I did uh, promos with. Uh, McFoley and Roddy Piper, nice. and awesome. being in the ring with Honky Tonk Man, and you know Dusty Rose was very important to me. He was probably he was my biggest critic, but he was also my biggest fan. And um, you know, Funkasaurus awesome. would not happen if I didn't go to him because I, you know, I was a little shocked when we made the decision was made to switch things up because of the climate and some stuff that was going on. Um, but I knew if I went to Dusty, you know. And like I came to him and his advice was, well, you know what to do when you smell the popcorn and hear the crowd. I'm like, what the hell does that have to do with anything? <laughs> he told me I had to dance, bruh. <laughs> you know, and he's like, well, then dance. I'm like, I don't. He's like, figure it out. Yeah, you know, just do it. Put it together. We put it together. He's like, you can be me. I'm like, I don't want to be you. Like, I got to be me. And he's like, well, then be you. You, you know, you mentioned the dance thing, right? Um, I showed that up. That was for cracking jokes, by the way. Well, what? Apparently, yes. he thought I was funny, and somehow, if you crack jokes, apparently it makes you a great dancer. <laughs> I failed to see the connection, but well, that's basically. I am. I am pretty well, good. The funny. On the, floor. the funny thing about that was, you know, I I've only seen the the thing where you danced once, okay? But I showed a picture of you to my um uh, my coworker, you know, and. He was like, "Holy shit, I know that guy. He dances around." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that was him." <laughs> so, and, I, and even the idea of it is kind of creepy. <laughs> a big dude comes down in a tracksuit, rips his pants off in front of children, and they cheer. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is like, kind of strange, in, yeah. in essence. But you know, but for me, I, in my mind, I was like. Dusty Rose, Junkyard Dog, yeah. just that that particular the reason why they remember it so much, and and the Funkasaurus really I don't think I ever had a match longer than at least on TV. Long, I think Dolph and I went the longest at a uh, uh, Unforgiven. We went, uh, I think we went twelve, but you know most of our matches was between five and eight minutes. But wow. it was the in house shows that go a little longer, but um, it was just feeling a niche that hadn't been there in so long. You know, kids getting in the ring, dancing, and feeling they could be a part of it. Right. And that was the part that made it special. That's awesome. Uh, for me, because it was like I wasn't going to get close to Cena, and I had to accept that. It just wasn't they, It wasn't in the cards for me, no matter how many guys thought, oh, you should be allowed to go against a guy like that and be in that situation. I could bitch about it and 
and not, or I can go out and try to do the best I can with this character who's the ceiling is set. You're only going to get this high with this guy. He's a gimmick. Right. And well, Cena, Cena did something very good in the previous life. Do with us. But, you know, it's one of those things where you can you can take it and make it yours and have fun and just ride it for as long as you can. And that is the biggest – that's the biggest – fuck you back at him is that i'm gonna take it make it mine and have fun with it sorry you're not embarrassing me bro yeah you know hell yeah and so whenever people ask me about it i was like i'm very proud of that character and yeah he, he didn't win the championship but guess what he didn't have to because there's guys who were holding the united states title 20 times but if you threw our pictures up they'd be like oh fuck the source yeah they wouldn't know uh, who, they wouldn't uh, know who the uh, fuck uh, that guy was uh right. uh, uh uh he's young no that's darren young you know what i'm saying like yeah so you know well, thank you I mean, bottom line is like really uh, because of the things that you've done before and and after your you know you started wrestling like you're probably in like the upper percentile of of wrestlers who will have like a post wrestling career, you know. And obviously, like the and that's important, kind of the just like with standard, football. But, you know, I chased football. I played arena ball as a trial. Some contracts, some injuries that set me back, and then I came to the understanding like this is this arena football game is going to be my last game because I need to move on. It's getting unrealistic, and I know that I'm not going to get any better than I am right now. So, and then move on. Wrestling is a little bit different. Um, I'm, I want to wrestle for at least another two years, but um, but I set a ceiling for myself. After that, either I'm established doing other things, or here's one thing: like I have a I have a degree in education. I can go teach and coach football if I wanted to, mm-hmm. um, or get a radio show or anything else. But um, uh oh. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, New that, Orleans could use like a, a, a few better uh, radio hosts these yeah, days. Yeah, I agree. I don't think yeah. we have any good ones these days. Yeah. Hey, the good thing about radio is you don't have to be good looking. So, you know. Oh, we know. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, wait till you see us. Know. Like, uh, you know, Dusty's like, hey, you got a perfect face <laughs> for radio. I'm like, you have the perfect body for radio. So <laughs> but that's what, that's what built our relationship. That's know, awesome. You know, to, just to be able to have that interaction with that man is is incredible. I mean, when I first met him, I was I was like, oh, I hate him because <laughs> he literally said, I like I was it's Dusty Rose, and he came into the thing, and I was like standing there waiting to meet him, and it's like, hi, sir, you know, my name at the time, my name was Rilla, and it's like my wrestling name is Rilla, very pleased to meet you. He's like, hey, hey, I only talk to stars. I'm like, well, fuck, um, mm-hmm. all right then. <laughs> and, like, I, around, I was like, I hate Dusty Rose. Like, stupid. <laughs> Dusty Rose is a dick. I didn't ask to meet you. They told me to come over. I didn't, you know, like, I didn't want to be here. I got things to do. You know, like, I was just stormed out the place. And, like, that's why they made you wear polka dots because you sucks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, uh uh-uh, uh, you couldn't, like, every, like, man, I could just, like, you know, oh, how'd it go with Dusty? Uh, whatever. You know, he all right. He all right. <laughs> he ain't no Magnum TA. I'll tell you that. Oh, man. Magnum TA. You know, I wish I could be the Booker too. I'd be champion. <laughs> you know, like just being just hateful, and then uh, like it kind of went from there. And then uh, he was always picking on me and stuff. And then I finally said, like, man, am I? Can I do anything right in your eyes? And he was like, It's because I believe in you. I'm hard on you. So nice. I was like, all right, cool. As but he only I knew know. you for thirty seconds when he told you to fuck off. So because <laughs> oh, so. he did me dirty. <laughs> yeah, I owed him money and didn't have it. Like, just, and I just remember standing there like, I, I, they told me to meet you. You're like, I didn't do nothing wrong. You know? Nice. Well, uh, again, thank you for coming on, Tyrus. It was awesome to have you on. Um, I was your host, Wayne. I'm Sweet. Adam. I'm Kyle. Nice to meet you.
nice to meet you, dude. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, to keep it smash metal. I got new boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>